The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the twelve, Fear no one. Nothing is concealed that will not be revealed. No secret that will not be known. What I say to you in the darkness, speak in the light. What you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. Are not two sparrows sold for a small coin? Yet not one of them falls to the ground without your father's knowledge. Even all the hairs of your head are counted. So do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my heavenly Father. But whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. God is good. Say all the time. God is good. And all the time, God is good. And we see his goodness that today has given us this bright day where we come to adore him, to give him thanks, and also to bring our petitions to him for our different needs and our intentions. The readings of today pick up from what we read last Sunday. If we happen to follow, especially the gospel, talked about Jesus calling the disciples. And among them, he chooses 12, whom he gives a new name. He calls them apostles. A disciple is a follower. And Jesus had many followers. Among them, he chose some whom he sent. And those who are sent are not just disciples. They are apostles. Because they go to deliver the message, to bear witness, they are those who are sent. And when Christ was sending them, he knew what they were going to go through. Because he had experienced. He tells them, I'm sending you like sheep among the wolves. They are never friends, those two guys. And he also told them, when you go there, be ready. You are going to be persecuted. You are going to be rejected. The message you are going to deliver will not be appreciated by all. So he prepared them for that task. And that's what we hear today. That what Christ had called them to do and the challenges they are going to undergo was not something new. It had started many years ago. And that's what we hear from the reading 
from prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah, God had called him also to be a prophet to the Israelites. But while he was there, he was telling them the truth which God had sent him to proclaim to them. Especially according to what, how they were living. They had forgotten God who had called them. They had started now worshipping idols. The pagan influence had already entered into them. And as Jeremiah tells them, be careful. What you are doing is not right. Stop this idol worshipping. You have to worship one true God. And God gave him a message that because the Israelites have failed to follow what he had taught them and has rejected their God, there's going to be a war and they're going to be captured to become captives of Babylonians. There were some false prophets and false priests who are cheating the governor and telling him nothing. We are very strong. Don't worry about those Babylonians. If they come, we can defeat them. But Jeremiah warned them, told them, you guys, don't dare. Change or you are going to perish. And what these false prophets are telling you around, they're not telling you the truth. Because disaster is awaiting us. What did they do when they heard that? They called, they went and captured Jeremiah. Started insulting him, beating him and persecuting him. They called him, you are a prophet of doom. You don't wish us well. You walk around saying terror, terror everywhere. It's not true. Jeremiah kept on. He never gave up. Telling them the truth that they had to change, to repent. And in those moments, he also felt very isolated. And that's what he's lamenting about. He will go to the Lord. That even my friends now have turned against me. They are looking for my step that I might fall. So that they can take vengeance against me. I am lonely. He cries to the Lord. But the Lord gives him strength. Jeremiah always finds strength in the Lord. And he's saying, even though he's alone, the God, God will always be with him. God will vindicate him. God will console him. And that gives him courage to push on. Even though everyone is against him, but he's stuck to the truth. He never relents. This, when we hear the story of Jeremiah, we just see the life of Christ also. We see the life of Christ in the life of Jeremiah. Someone who came to proclaim the good news. Who came to speak about the truth of the kingdom of God. Many conspired against him. Many turned away against him. And when Jeremiah said, even my own friends, it's very painful. If an enemy attacks you or talks ill about you, something you can tolerate. But when you hear whom you consider to be your friend, who is stabbing you at the back, it's very painful. That's why Jeremiah sometimes, in his loneliness, he wanted to abandon the mission. But when you hear the 
passage before this one, this 19, chapter 19, where it talks about what he had, undergone, he had gone through. He says that even though he is undergoing persecution, he feels or he wants to keep quiet so that things can go by. These people don't want to follow the word I'm telling them. I'm being persecuted. Let me keep quiet and retire. Let me not say anything. But what happens to him? He says the word of God is like fire inside him. When he keeps quiet and he sees something wrong, it burns him more that he cannot manage to keep silent. Therefore, it pushes him to speak the truth no matter what happens. Because you see, silence inside him while he knows the truth which he is supposed to proclaim is more painful to him than the physical torture that he's going through. Therefore, he says, the word of God is like fire which is burning inside my organs when I keep quiet. While I see things going wrong, I have to speak. I have no otherwise but to speak. It's like what St. Paul said, what to me if I don't preach the gospel? He couldn't stay but to preach the gospel. In spite of persecution, in spite of shipwrecks, in spite of being beaten, nothing will separate him from love of Christ and the love of spreading the gospel. What happened to Jeremiah? What happened to Christ? Is it not far from us today? It is within. It continues even up to now. Those who stand by their faith, they are being persecuted. People talk all ill against us. We thank God you are here today because of the strong faith you have. What do people say about the church? What do people say about our Catholic faith? What do people say when they see you coming on Sunday like this? See, you're wasting your time. Don't you have something important to do? That's their thinking. We get persecuted each and every day. But our presence here confirms that we are also ready to stand firm by our faith. Because their opinions don't matter. What matters is what God says about us. They might have their opinions. They might have their thinkings. They might have their suggestions. It will not matter. What matters is what God thinks about me and you. What God feels about you and me. And that's what Christ is telling the apostles. Fear not those who destroy the, the body, but fear him who can destroy both the body and the, and the soul. When they talk ill about, about us, those are passing words. When they persecute us, their physical pains will go through. But the witness, the faith, when we stand firm, we know the reward of eternal life. And Paul talked about it also. He said nothing in this world can be compared. The suffering he's going through is little compared to the glory which awaits him. And that one gives him courage. They will torture me. They'll persecute me. They'll talk all calumny against me. But I know that the Christ whom, who 
who has called me is always with me, is always walking with me. And the reward which awaits me is not something temporal. Suffering will be temporal. It will end. But my life, I live to eternity without end. Because of the faith I have in God, because of the faith I have in Christ. Therefore, what Christ is warning the apostles, is telling them about it, they have to be very, very keen and take it to heart. And also encourages them. Fear not. Do not be afraid. Three times telling them, do not be afraid. Fear is what makes us also comply to the dictates of the world. Because we are afraid. What will they say about me? What will my friend talk about? Oh, I'll feel like I'm being neglected. Those are what gives us also sometimes to give up our faith. But Christ is telling us, fear not. Courage. Be courageous. And bear witness. And he's telling them, if you, are, if you are ashamed of me among the people, I'll also be do the same. Therefore, you should not be ashamed of me, even though you undergo those sufferings. And we know what happened to Jeremiah happened to our Lord Jesus Christ when in the Garden of Gethsemane. What happened? All his friends ran, ran away. They all escaped when he was arrested. Peter, who tried to follow him, denounced him. You are one of them. said, no, I do not know that, that man. Knowing the truth, but failing to speak it because of fear. But when we come here, we have got a disciple who remained faithful to the Lord, who was not afraid of anything. Our lady. She was the mother of Christ, but she was also a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. She accompanied Jesus all along. When all the disciples escaped, while she was, he was being, dying on the cross, who stood by the cross? Mary. She remained there, seeing the pain of her only son dying on the cross, seeing everything which has happened. But she's silent. She never speaks. In the gospel, you never hear Mary speaks. She never. But the strength she had to remain standing there, seeing her only son dying on the cross. But she also knew that this one is not only my son, he is also my savior, his Lord. She remained with Jesus Christ. And that's why we too, we have to be faithful and be followers to her. When we follow her way, she gives us an example of what a true, what true discipleship means. To remain with Jesus up to the foot of the cross where she stood. That's why you have with the song which you always sing. Eh? When Jesus met with rejection, Mary stood by the cross. How can a mother reject her son? She'll always stand by us. You see, eh? the chorus. 
Be with us, Mary, along the way. Guide every step we take. Lead us to Jesus, your only Son. Come with us, Mary, come. She can't reject us. When everybody rejected Christ, she stood by the cross. And what is important is that there is also somebody who came there. Who is called who? The beloved disciple. The beloved disciple. When the gospel doesn't give a name to a disciple, it's done so with a reason. Didn't say now that if we interpret, we say it is John, isn't it? But it's not written. It say the disciple whom Jesus loved. The beloved disciples stood there also with Mary. When they talk about the beloved disciple, they're not giving it a name. They're not giving him a name because the beloved disciple is you and me now. Can you also accompany Jesus to the cross through his suffering? And the gift that Jesus gives this disciple when everything is finished is saying, Son, behold your mother. Jesus gave us his mother through that disciple whom he loved, which is you and me. He gave us our beloved mother Mary. And what did that disciple do? We are told he took her to her to his home. We too are called to do the same, to take Mary to our home, to take Mary to our heart so that she can accompany us in our journey of faith. And when we are with her, she strengthens us. What, did her, what happened to the apostles? Apostles were scattered when Christ had died. And Mary gathered them in the synagogue. She was with them, giving them motivation that they should not be afraid of what is going on. We ask that she may accompany us too as we go through different challenges in our lives. Therefore, today, we ask the Almighty God, and through the intercession of our Mother Mary, that we may remain firm in our faith. We may remain strong in our faith. In spite of the challenges, insults, different opinions that we receive because of the faith we have in Christ, we know that we are victorious with him. That's what Jeremiah also says. I know that the Lord whom I trust will bring vengeance, but also he will vindicate me. He'll bring me consolation and he'll reward me for being remaining faithful to him. Therefore, do not be afraid. When Christ is saying we are proud of him, that's why we have come here today to worship him. He'll also be proud of us in front of his father. When that last moment of judgment comes, he'll say, this is my son, this is my daughter. She remained faithful in spite of the challenges he or she underwent. And therefore, come to me and receive the reward. Be joyful with the saints and the angels because of remaining faithful and steadfast, because of bearing witness to my way of life, to the truth. Therefore, let us pray, my brothers and sisters, also for those who are undergoing persecution, that they may remain strong in faith. God is good. And all the time.